it's um it's the 16th of june today and for video number three i don't know if i'm going to do this as video number three or if we're just going to tack it onto the video i did yesterday i did a video literally about discrimination the other day and overnight this new stupid legislation comes out which enforces uh i've got some notes here uh, non-discrimination in the workplace, you know, and extends it to sexual orientation, um, you know, which was originally, I think, race, nationality, or, you know, wherever else they had in there, it was like a bunch of things. Um, you know, so soon enough, it's going to extend to IQ, uh, intellect, skill, um, experience, and every other minority complaint. Um, so that as a business, you'll no longer have any choices. You're just going to have to hire someone who walks through the door. And if you say no to anyone, um, or if you fire anyone, they're going to find some minority line to sue your ass on. I think the, the main thing that I want to really get across in this video is that forcing someone to make a decision based on what your notion of morality is, is violence. That is taking away somebody else's agency or somebody else's personal right to choose. That's their private property. So, so the idea of, uh, of self-sovereignty uh, and self-ownership and personal property rights, whether that property is your business, your money, um, and where you can choose to spend it, whether it's your friends, your body, um, your being, your opinion, um, or what goes on in your mind, you know, the notion of private property on all of those bases is that you can choose to make a decision. Or in other words, discriminate. That's the definition of making a decision. Um, based on whatever reason you want. Private property implies that it's yours to do with as you please. Um, but these clowns out there, um, or the state, you know, tries to tell you that you own your stuff. But in reality, you don't. You're just some sort of vessel um, for them to make the decisions for you um, and you just blindly obey. Private property is the basis for freedom. Um, now, if you choose or decide to initiate violence upon another, irrespective of whether your reasoning is um, discriminatory in nature, um, well, I have a problem with that because I have a problem with violence because violence is taking away somebody else's freedom, somebody else's, uh, you're infringing on somebody else's property rights. But that's the problem I've got there with the violence and the um, infringement of said property rights, not with the, with the discrimination around it. You don't try and remove that. You, you allow for the protection of said property rights and the personal freedom. Um, the aggressor is the aggressor. That's the, that's, that's the problem uh, in that equation, not, not their discriminatory reason why. Um, and yeah, I've noted here, you know, the, the, that the person who's being transgressed has the right to defend or protect themselves. Um, and in doing so, they are protecting their property rights which is themselves. They are their own form of property. So now, c coming back to this um, dumbass, or let's call it just a violent law, because it's violent. Somebody else is telling you what you can and cannot do for your own decisions. Let let's just use an example to illustrate the stupidity. So the LGBTQ and whatever other 
letter they're going to add um, this week. Um, they the community they fought for a while, and particularly look, it's primarily been gays, lesbians, and you know, biased to to slightly lesser extent, but primarily gays and lesbians. And I've got lots of gay and lesbian friends, and you know, they've been fighting for ages to be recognised as a legitimate subsection um, of society, and rightly so. I mean especially for things like you know gay marriage um, and stuff like that that's a non-violent act of two people coming together and eloping um, i personally have no interest in it you know i'm not attracted to guys i'm not attracted to people of the same sex but pe people who want to do that together um, and have love for each other and want to spend time go for it it's your choice you're not doing anything to anybody else i have absolutely no problem for it so i'm glad that that community stood up and fought for those things because that is, you know, in line with my belief uh, or my, it's, it's consistent with the idea of uh, personal agency, personal freedom um, and the right to, you know, your property, yourself, choosing what you can do with it. The fact that they needed to go and, you know, this community needed to go out and fight for these rights um, to be recognized um, and to have the right to be married, just that gives me the shits in the first place. It's like, why should you have to go and even ask for permission for something like that? You know, the it just goes to show how crazy society is. Like, we've given up our moral uh, agency or a moral jurisdiction to some uh, collectivist institution that um, that we allow to make these moral decisions on our behalf because they supposedly know better. Get the fuck out of here. So anyway, LGBs, I guess in particular, got some well-deserved wins, and I'm and I'm happy for them. Um, as a note, uh, they should also join us in defunding. The, um, the state defunding the clowns that they had asked permission from um, so that they don't ever have to be subject to this kind of stupidity again, but that's an aside. So now, let's say with this law, you're a, you're a business, you're, you're a gay business, um, and you, know, you hire gay people, um, and your edge is that you, you know, hire these kind of people because you all share common values, um, mental models, tastes, and styles. It's, it's, it's what you do. Um, it's part of your unique selling point as a business. Now, should you not be allowed to do that? Um, you know, is it not discriminating now that if you don't hire some straight white guy um, or straight Asian guy or whatever the case might be, um, who's nothing like you to come work with you? you know, what if he walks out tomorrow and says, well, these guys didn't hire me because I'm not gay. That's discriminatory. Well, by definition, like that, that is exactly, you know, that's the corollary to what this law that's just been passed um, represents. Now, how would you guys feel if the government came knocking on your door um, and said, nope, you have to hire this person because of uh, my discrimination? It's, um, it's madness. Like, how, how, how can you find it right in any way, shape or form to give some collectivist state the power to make that decision for you or for your fellow citizen. That's not right. Um, like private property implies that you have the right to choose. That is the very definition of discrimination, the right to choose, choosing what you can and will do with your own property. Whether it's you, your stuff, 
or your mind, doesn't matter, that's all your property. It's nobody else's right to force you to do otherwise. I don't care about what legislation is passed by what body. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, another great example is, um, you know, recently, and I don't know much about this, but I heard uh, Eric July talk about it. They asked the dude to make a wedding cake or a birthday cake or whatever the hell it was. And the dude who owned the business didn't want to make that cake. So they sued the guy for not making a cake based on some discrimination laws. Um, because, it, I mean, all that time, effort and everything ruining that baker's life because of his beliefs, they could have gone and just bought another cake from somewhere else. Why would you even want to give that guy your business if he was going to discriminate you against you um, for sexual, racial, gender-related things anyway? Like, wh what are you trying to prove? What are you trying to make, like, are you trying to use the state and some um, apologetic, you know, victimhood laws to force this person to take your money to sell your product. Like, what, what planet are these people living on? Like, these, these laws, they, they remove personal agency and responsibility. And that is never a good thing to do with human beings because when you, move res when you remove responsibility from the equation, you get a, a society built on, it's not my fault, it's not my job. And that kind of society quickly devolves into um, dictatorships because nobody does anything except for a few people who make the decisions um, or it devolves into complete madness and chaos where nothing's functional everything breaks down and you, know, you have a bunch of losers around you you know basically you know ghettos or um, or shanty towns or whatever the hell you want to um, describe them as <laughs> by removing moral agency at the state level, you basically admit that you don't own anything. You don't own yourself. You don't own your stuff. Um, you don't own your thoughts. Um, it basically, you, you're a vessel of sorts that the state's, you know, magical power comes down and through you. It's no different to, um, to how the church uh, operated for, you know, centuries. And you know, the, the church's moral agency defined whether or not your marriage was right. You know, I mean, c coming back to gay people, for example, they, they fought against some, you know, moral, m some moral high ground that the church had, which made it illegal for them to, to get married. And now they want to impose, they want to give the same right to the state to have some sort of moral agency to decide whether or not, um, said human, business, person, whatever, can make a decision on their own about who they want to work to, uh, sorry, who they want to work with, and for what reason. Like, that, 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 that is literally doing what you just fought against for so many years. It's, um, it's madness. Um, I mean, literally, welcome to the Matrix. Um, welcome, congratulations, you know, drone. Like, there's no free will here. This is literally the the um, the stupid form of society you're trying to build by removing one's right to discriminate from the equation. A um, couple other things I'll touch on here quickly before I finish up this video. It's it's the the hiding beneath the surface and the resentment argument. So I would much 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 rather know that um. 
that the person who doesn't like me, I would, I'd much rather know that they don't like me. Um, and that way I can act accordingly. Um, as opposed to giving my vote to, you know, a racist or a homophobe who I might not agree with, um, you know, by, by forcing them to pretend like they like you, you're taking your time and energy, the two things you cannot get back, um, which you trade for this object, this unit called money, um, or your attention or your energy or whatever it is, um, and you go and give that to somebody who may not like you based on racial or whatever other you know line of discrimination um, but you don't know that because they've been forced to pretend to like you to pretend to accept you to pretend to be inclusive whereas if they're allowed to choose guess what you don't go there you go somewhere else give somebody else who deserves that who cares about you who respects you who openly wants your business your time your energy your attention Give it to them. Why the hell would you give it to somebody who is forced to do that when they don't really want to do it? You know, so at, at a at a consumer and business level, that's messed up. But also at a um, at a at a um, in a job like where you're going to work, for example, because th th this is one of the big arguments you know that has has come about over um, over the years is, you know, what what if I'm black or Asian or gay or lesbian or transgender or whatever other minority again you're going to subscribe to um, and I can't get a job. Well, I kind of talked about this in part one, but um, the only thing that happens here on a local and individual level, particularly speaking, um, is you go find somewhere else to work. I mean, you go add value. If you believe you're a person who can add value and you're, you know, you're genuinely looking for a job because you think you can add value somewhere, you take that time, effort, energy, and you go add value to a business or a leader or a boss or a manager or whatever who deserves your time, your effort, your energy, and your value input. Why in the name of Christ or why in the name of God's green ass would you go and put that time, energy, effort towards an institution or an entity or a group or a business that resents you for something surface level, like your skin color or your sexual orientation. Like if you get fired for something like your sexual orientation or skin color, you should be fucking happy to get out of there. You don't be fucking pathetic and sit there and oh, oh, but 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 my skin color, oh, but 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 my my sexual orientation. That's why they fired me. Man, you should be glad to be getting the fuck out of there. Have some self-respect. Have some like have some. I, there's no other word. Self-respect. Like, stand up for yourself and you should walk the fuck out of there if that's the kind of environment that you're in. I mean, I've got some notes here. It's like why you would degrade yourself to work for somebody who doesn't like you based on race or sexual orientation is absolutely beyond me. Beyond me. I, I would never work for someone like that. And I mean, if I found out that I'd get the hell out of there. I'd be glad to get the fuck out of there. I'd quit before they fired me. Um, you know, the idea of subjecting yourself to a situation like that is akin to behaving like a pathetic surf. Like this is this is um, voluntary indentured servitude. You're, you're choosing to be a slave for somebody else. And I can already hear the people going, "Oh, but what about the people who don't have a choice?" In today's day and age. 
we always have a choice. And in a world that is fundamentally driven not by politics, but by economics in the sense that um, what's rewarded is the allocation of time and energy. And time and energy have no concept of politicized things like race, religion, sexual orientation, or any of that sort of stuff. So in that kind of a world, these, these kind of things don't matter. Now, I know that we're not in that kind of a world. You know, we're partially moving to and away from it. It's kind of like the world's bifurcating. But um, we do, in today's day and age, have a choice, fundamentally. And I mean, I've got examples that I'll do in another video um, about people, whether it's like Oprah, whether it's um, Michael Jackson, whether it's Eminem, you know, people that have come from the slums, people that have come from places where it doesn't seem like they have a choice. They've gone and made the choice. They found a way. And that's where therein lies, you know, the, the beauty of not only the struggle, but the ability to choose. And again, it really just comes back to, um, you know, if anyone is losing out in a situation like that, where as a society we collectively optimize for the freedom of choice, those who want to be uh, discriminatory for moronic surface level reasons, they effectively impact themselves much less than they impact you. Maybe in some cases, um, you know, some people will draw the short straw and, and you know, there, there can be unfortunate situations like that, but we cannot go and take the, the right to freedom, the right to choose, the right to discriminate outside of people's own agency to solve for these couple little edge cases. It's complete madness. It, um, you do far more detriment to society and you're, you're literally um, putting a, that's a form of violent oppression across everybody to solve for a few minor problems that if we collectively as society geared for freedom, um, particularly economic freedom, the, the ability to choose where to allocate time and energy, you incentivize the right kind of behavior, not try and force things in places they don't fit. You create unhappiness, you create distortions, you create depression, you create resentment. Resentment is a big one. You create guilt, you create all sorts of you know, unintended ramifications and consequences, which then morph into these weird Frankenstein monster type issues and problems in society that manifest in all sorts of different ways. Um, as we can see, you know, people blowing each other up and um, riots and burning things down and beating each other up and God knows what else is happening in society today. We do not optimize for freedom. You know, we, we keep optimizing for these short-sighted utopian ideals, which, um, you know, sound very nice on the surface, but as soon as you dig a little bit and start thinking of second, third and subsequent order effects, realize that they're the dumbest ideas possible. So that's enough for today. Um, discrimination is a fundamental right. It is your right to choose. Um, never give that up. Um, I know we're moving into a world where, you know, your ability to choose is being taken from you uh, forcefully. But um, I do hope that over time, um, those of us with a brain 
um, and who value liberty and choice will be able to talk some sense into the rest of us. Thanks again. Peace out. I'll see you in the next episode.